On this week's episode of the 365 Message Center Show, we're talking about Microsoft Search Analytics. That sounds pretty cool. Um, the new web part for Microsoft Stream on SharePoint and the licensing and the functionality details for Viva Amplify. And this week's episode is brought to you by ESPC, the European SharePoint Conference. Hello, everyone. This is episode 297, right? 298? No, 298. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Time flies. Time flies when you're having fun, people. Welcome to 298, episode 298. Yes, this week's episode is brought to you by ESPC, Daryl. Uh, I know you that you know this. But I do know this. It's a, an but, aspiration, you might yes. say, to eventually get to Europe. <laughs> Well, uh, ESPC is happening in November, and we are so uh, grateful to the conference for giving us the opportunity to give away a ticket to the conference, So, uh, which is exciting. I hope those that, uh, that might be or thinking about going to the conference are excited because we're going to give away this ticket. We're going to do it this month so that you have time to plan to get yourself there. And the way we're going to do it, we're going to have a, a whole kind of process where you can go and fill out things and and, and uh, get uh, entries to the giveaway. But this week, we're going to start this off by, uh, it's very simple, people. This is not complicated. It's not rocket science. What you're going to do to enter this giveaway for this week is share this episode. Share a link to, to this episode on the socials that where we are, you know, and that's Insta, that's Twitter, that's uh, TikTok, that is, I don't know, Facebook. And you're going to tag us at 365MCS. LinkedIn, absolutely, that's included. So you need to tag us so we could actually see it and see that you shared it. And when you do, you'll be entering in for a ticket. It's a full, the full three-day, you know, conference, regular conference ticket. Um, so do that this week and you will be counted. Make sure you tag us though, so that we can see that. Okay. So that's, I think I'm excited about this. Can you tell I'm excited about giving this away? Uh, and I can't wait to meet whoever gets the ticket, uh, at the conference. Cause I'll be there. It's going to be exciting. So Daryl, how are you, sir? It I'm good. I'm good. Um, I was just going to add, it doesn't count that you send out some mass mailer and tag us. You know, that's, we're not trying to encourage spam. Okay. So, you know, don't, don't, don't promote it that way. Um, we're not encouraging spam, but you know, <laughs> if you do that, that'd be awesome. I mean, no, 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 no. I'm not saying don't, it's oh. awesome. I'm not encouraging it. Just saying, Hey, if you're going to send out a mailer and tell 10,000 people, they should watch the show. I, I won't, I won't shed a tear. You know, I won't be upset too much on that. <laughs> oh, shocker! <laughs> um, uh, Daniel, uh, yeah. let's let's get into this because uh, it, it might um, yeah. might just keep us focused, right? Yeah, hopefully. Uh, let's have a goal of finishing yep. this episode and doing an amazing work here. Let's do that then. 
Have a goal. So uh-huh. Viva Goals, tell us about it. Yes, Microsoft Viva, Viva Goals, admin option to enable slash disable sharing to Microsoft Teams in Viva Goals. How many times can you say Viva? MC666167. So uh, this is an interesting message, a little longer than what I think it needs to be. Although I love these screenshots. Thank you very much for whoever wrote this. We always love screenshots. Um, Basically what this is, is you're gonna be able to say, hey, I don't want people to share from Viva Goals, um, the goals into Teams. And you know it will be on by default so that when they do that, uh, they can go to share and then click the Teams option, and it'll be um, shared there. You know, with a, a nice card um, and sharing that within Teams. However, uh, if you want to turn this off, you can turn it off. So uh, the screenshot that Daryl is showing right now on the screen for those that are on the uh, video podcast um, shows that at the very bottom is where the, the item is going to be. It's going to, you know, you can say, turn it on or off. Um, and in this screenshot, it is off. Um, it has been selected turn off. So real quick, that's, that's what this, this message is all about. Um, so this will be rolling out mid August and be completed by late August. So starting nowish and be rolling out in the next, uh, couple of weeks. Okay, so real quick message. That's really what this is, but we wanted to let you know because I think that, you know, uh, this goes into the strategy of how an organization handles goals, how you, um, uh, you know, advertiser using goals, how do you connect people with, um, you know, hey, maybe uh, someone in a different, even at a different department, maybe could help you with a goal. And how do you connect people and allow people to do that kind of thing? So I think organizations. Um, have to consider, you know, how you want to use goals, Viva goals in your organizations to mm. track OKRs. Make sense? I hope so. Definitely makes sense. Okay. Daniel, I've got another quick one. Okay. Uh, this is uh, for organizations that are using walkie talkie. So that's a Teams feature. Uh, and they're introducing Auto Connect as a feature or Yay. Auto Connect update. This is MC. Triple six one seven three for frontline workers, and I, I just think of this scenario where uh, maybe you're a part of a team that manages a, a front of house scenario in retail or, or, or service, and you, you need to be connected to this uh, walkie-talkie channel, uh, like like as if it was a regular walkie-talkie, and so you can remain connected and communicate. Uh, now within Teams, uh, to connect to the walkie-talkie channel, uh, you would actually have to go in, open it up, click connect, now you're connected, great, you're ready to receive your communication and be part of that communication loop. And this feature introduces um, auto-connect, right? So you don't have to go through those steps, uh, that it will connect you to the last channel that you used and uh, then you know, as you start work, boom, you're ready to, to communicate, you just Get on with the other regular tasks. Uh, you know, it could be quite a quiet day if uh, you know you get through the first bit of your morning and realise oh, no one's actually talking. Why is that? <laughs> that's right, I didn't connect. Oh. Um, so that's uh, yeah, the features currently available. It's not even like rolling out. It's rolled out, over and out, and 
<laughs> moving right along to the next message. Well, no, I, th- I think that's interesting, though, Daryl, because it's, um, you know, it's just like a regular walkie-talkie. If you're on the wrong channel, then you're not going to be communicating. So, but having it connect to that last channel that is the right one, I think is really important since you have to select a channel to for the thing to work in in, in the first place. So, yeah. Certainly. Certainly. Next message. Well, uh, let's keep with this, uh, yeah. s- the the stream rolling. Aha, there you go. New stream on SharePoint web part release. MC quadruple six, two, three. Um, so this mentions right out of the gate that, hey, remember in this message center post, MC 561187, that we said that we would be retiring, we, Microsoft, would be retiring the stream classic web part. Well, we covered that way back in episode 287. Uh, so if you want to go, if you want to pause now, fine, go watch or listen to 87. We talked about this. Uh, so stream is, and at the time we said, well, that's great and all, but what's the replacement? Uh, well, this is it. So the new stream on SharePoint, getting a web part uh, for you to uh, utilize on your pages to highlight those videos. And and it really is videos, uh, plural, because you, you can mm. do singles, but you could also do multiples uh, videos. So um, this uh, allows you to... Um, you know, showcase whether they're in a folder or, you know, multiple videos in different places. But um, the, I think that, you know, it doesn't, this is not a playlist kind of replacement. We've talked about that actually on the show as well. You know, playlist is using the list web part um, to, you know, show a playlist uh, for stream. But uh, yeah, I, this is the answer we asked. You're, and you're welcome because we got the answer for you. <laughs> we got you a web part, people. No, I'm just joking. I'm sure they had this in their <laughs> plans, right? Uh, it wasn't just because we mm-hmm. asked. Yeah. No. So, Daryl, what do you see as the, you know, they're they're turning off the stream you know, or retiring the stream classic web part um, now-ish. It's August 15th. Um, so uh, when, you know, what what do you see this kind of, process for people you know that if they've had this web part what what do you you know how do we get as a uh, organization replace that web part with a new one what what do you see that as a process well the the classic web part is pointing towards your classic video which you should definitely have a plan in place if not have already done so to bring your videos across into SharePoint and and uh, OneDrive, or mostly SharePoint. Um, so the classic videos uh, will no longer be visible from a SharePoint page because the web part will be retired. We we looked at this, you and I looked at this message and thought, hang on, so it's been retired and then the new one will appear sometime in August. It'll start rolling out this week. Uh, what do we do in the meantime? Well, in the meantime, if you've already been using SharePoint as your location for your videos, then you would have been using the files and media web part. So continue to use that uh, for now. And when your new web part appears, then you can start to replace that files and media web part with the new stream web part. Expect to see it 
be more optimized for displaying your videos. Uh, the files and media web part's nice and all, but there's some things about it I don't like, Daniel. Like uh, the, the name of the file that goes along the top, uh, that it uses a black overlay, and that sometimes that ruins what could be a really nice thumbnail. Um, and really, when we want thumbnails, we just want a thumbnail. We don't want all the other garble over the top. Mm -hmm. So expect to see some improvements uh, with this web part. Indeed. Um, so the there's a link there that talks uh, toward the bottom in the what you need to prepare. It talks about the transition from the classic stream web part. But uh, just know, you know, Daryl just told you, if you are using that classic stream web part, it's not pointing to the same ones you're going to be using for this anyway. Um, so it needs to be part of the overall migration and change plan for video in your organization. Uh, so, uh, it, as aforementioned by Daryl, uh, mid-August is when it's going to start rolling out and will be completed by mid-September of 2023. Um, so, now-ish is when it'll start. Uh, so, get cracking, people. It'll be available for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, once you do then uh, roll that out, you can really start uh, amplifying the message that, uh, hey, new video experience available in SharePoint, right? Perhaps, perhaps that could be a reason for using Amplify, yes. How about this title, though, Daniel? Backfill Viva Amplify, backfill. I'm thinking, right, uh, I'm thinking like a digger. Like a, you know. Yeah, like a backhoe. <laughs> like a backhoe digger, you know. Anyway, sorry. Go <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, MC666168 uh, Amplify is the uh, the Viva application or platform that a lot of communicators, internal communicators, have been waiting for with bated breath. Uh, it is a way of being able to... Uh, create campaigns within your organization to uh, use multiple channels for communicating your message out. So um, we know that with this first release, it's going to be Teams and Outlook and SharePoint. Question mark about when Engage will be available as a channel. You'll be able to um, manage the publishing process. So we might uh, author a message as, as a couple of uh, communicators, internal communicators, and then try and get approval from, uh, let's say, a executive who we've, we're mentioning to say, look, is this the message right? Is it fine? And get it approved by another uh, lead for the communications team. So all that sort of stuff goes on. Uh, you manage that whole process. But Daniel, I think the other thing about it too is uh, being able to set campaign goals objectives, setting things that, that we can actually measure in terms of is this message um, landing well uh, mm -hmm. and are people clicking through to the call to action that we want people to take. Uh, so you'll be able to measure that as well. Um, it's kind of interesting um, in how it's been released too. Um, it's when, when it's called backfill, this is the odd thing, right? It, it, what, it, what it's intending to mean here is that, hey, we're releasing Amplify. That's how I would have put it anyway. Uh, we're releasing it to, <laughs> to, um, to the organizations that are using Viva Suite as a plan uh, or the uh, Viva, what is it called, Employee Communications and Communities. So that's an Engage 
um, up-level license to get you the premium features of, of Viva Engage. Uh, so we'll make that available for you to use. Amplify will be there. And the interesting approach is that it's going to be turned on for everyone. Because everyone needs to be licensed to, uh, to first of all, be able to um, get the insights back from how people are engaging with the message. It's a little, a little like Viva Insights, uh, Daniel, that uh, you, you don't get any insights unless someone is, is licensed with insights. doesn't mean that they actually have any control over seeing them, but it's a bit like that. Now, yeah. with Amplify, everyone needs to be licensed to get those insights, but it will also, by default, uh, mean that everyone can create communications campaigns. Do you got any thoughts around that? Like, would you... How would you approach that? Would you give this tool to, to everyone or just internal communicators? What, what would your approach be? Well, I, I think the target for a rollout of Amplify would be communicators, absolutely. Um, but if you think about it, everyone can send an email. Uh, everyone can post in Teams. You know, Everyone can create a news mm -hmm. item in SharePoint. Now, based on their permissions, Right, it's not like everyone can do that everywhere. So saying, mm. oh well, I only want this for communicators, but Sally Sue in uh, IT or finance, you know, I don't want I don't want her or I don't want Jack to do this uh, because they're not a communicator. Well, it, you know, the thing that you're limiting them is the analytics because they can already do it individually. Right, they can individually go out there and create those things. So. Mm. Uh, I'm not as worried about that, to be honest. I'm not as worried about you know allowing others to to utilize it. Um, you know, and you're right. You have everyone has to be licensed, so they're going to have the capability. Um, whether they've got the Viva Suite, which is off the shelf price of twelve dollars per user per month, or they're using this employee uh, communications communities which is $2, off-the-shelf $2 um, per user per month. So, you know, they're going to be licensed, why not use it? Now, I think what that does mm. mean, Daryl, is you're going to have to have some adoption activities, right? And so that they're using it the way yeah. you would like for them to use it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, and one approach that, that uh, customers that we're dealing with uh, are taking is there are, Definitely internal communications team will, will love this because of the way that you can consistently, you know, author these these messages and, and use templates and work together to get it out there. But they, they also see another group of friends of internal comms where effectively they're people in the different business groups and units and, and the like that, that also need to communicate. And they're going to find this tool really, really useful. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, yeah, why not give them the, the capability too? Now, if you don't, though, if you do have quite a um, restricted intention for this, uh, then there is the ability to uh, restrict it to just specific people. You can say it is, you can literally name the people, or you can name a security group and have the people uh, as members of that group. Um, so Which those, is are, those are the considerations. I, I would say that's probably the way a lot of people are going to do this. But yeah. you're exactly right. There's going to be uh, people. There's going to be parts of your organization that are going to want to use this that are not in communications. Um, mm. You know, think about IT, 
for instance. I think IT is uh, a great example of parts of the organization within an IT organization that would love to be able to post and talk about things uh, because it's, Mm. you know, uh, things, new things or downside, um, uh, things that are, are having issues or, or whatever. I mean, I can, I can sit here and come up with a lot of, of examples throughout the organization where they may want to use this. So I would say if, if people are licensed for it, then rather than stifling them, uh, with restrictions, let them use it, but let them use it appropriately Mm -hmm. would be my advice. The channels that that are being selected and used within Amplify uh, are going to vary. Your internal communicators can publish to your organizational or official news sources, so no problem. You know, it's not going to change that. Your IT people, or maybe your your sales lead who wants to communicate with your sales org, uh, will use the sources that are available to them. So it is the source that makes it official or not, not the tool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, there is, um, I think, there's also something here too around the organizational data service because there's going to be two service plans that that will be rolled out, and they'll be turned on by default. Uh, and that organizational data service one, there's one where uh, it will pair up with the likes of your your Glint service and be able to bring down a bit more information about. Um, who is interacting with the the message and uh, how they're um, interacting with it. Bit of a Q&A section down here, but uh, we're a little disappointed that we don't have a more information link, just a, a few yeah. other things um, there. Yeah. Uh, it is rolling out somewhere here, isn't it? Mid-September. Mm-hmm. Yeah, generally available mid-September. Service plans will be pre-provisioned beforehand at the beginning of September, so you'll see that there. Uh, everything will be complete and available to use uh, if you're licensed <laughs> uh, in October. Nice. All right. You know, this is a great opportunity to remind everyone, if you want to enter the giveaway for a ticket to attend the European SharePoint Conference, ESPC, that's happening in November, then you need to share this episode out to all the socials where we are, our accounts, at 365MCS, LinkedIn, Twitter, Insta, TikTok, all of those. Share it out. Say, hey, here it is. This is an amazing show. And tag us. Make sure you tag us at 365 so we see it. So your entry can be counted. And, you know, what better way than to use Microsoft Search? Why don't you go ahead and create a bookmark? If someone's searching in your organization for uh, a specific topic, why don't you just uh, create a bookmark that points to our show? Uh, you could do that as well. Uh, that would be greatly appreciated. So, next message. Announcing Microsoft Search Answers Analytics, MC666963. Uh, this is uh, it's a pretty short and uh, quick mention here, but it is really... I feel like an underutilized functionality in organizations, um, the the Microsoft search, you know, bookmarking and answers. Um, it is something that you, you, it's nice to have, but you really, it's been difficult to understand when you create an answer. Are people actually 
utilizing it? Is it getting those clicks? Is it getting engagement? Well, now mm. we're going to be getting this more insights on to how um, those answers that you're providing, you know, those bookmarks, acronyms, Q&A, all of that is being engaged with and how it's performing. And so I think uh, this is great. We like analytics wherever we can get it. Um, two things that comes to mind real quick. One is I think it is uh, a way of saying, hey, look, what we're doing in Microsoft Search is actually helping. Right? We're getting engagement. Now, it is taking X number of hours of us to do this. So maybe it's a little bit of justification for hiring someone new or adding on and, and removing some things uh, off your plate if you need to do this more because it's bringing value. Okay. Um, the second thing that just came to mind is uh, it also can help you see how you're getting engagement between different ways of doing things. And it's kind of like A-B testing. I, I, I set this uh, type hmm. of information, uh, uh, this setting, um, you know, maybe I did a bookmark and then over here I did an answer uh, just to kind of see how people engaged with this and see which better, uh, which is better for organization or which is better for this type of uh, information, right? So uh, another way that you could use this. That, now, those are not maybe the primary drivers for Microsoft doing this, okay? But just something that came came to mind when I was thinking about you know, analytics in the, and for Microsoft Search. So that will begin rolling out mid-August. So, you know, now-ish. And expect to be completed by late August. So this month. So that's awesome. Uh, so uh, last message, Daryl. Uh, and I, I'm really excited about how Microsoft's giving us yet another way to, to do something that they've told us not to do. So... Let's talk about it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> optimized multi-factor authentication, text message delivery through WhatsApp, huh? <laughs> MC four uh, sixes twenty-eight. Uh, that's that's a surprise. Okay, we've had uh, encouragement to not use text messages, SMS for for receiving one-time passcodes. Um, so use Authenticator. And then we had another message to say, yeah, but we, we're still going to allow you to do it. It's just, you know, we don't want you to necessarily use it a lot. And now there's a, an option coming uh, to use WhatsApp to receive your one-time passcodes. So you're signing in. Uh, it sends through a code. Boom, up it comes in WhatsApp. Uh, apparently, when it comes up in WhatsApp, it's going to come from a... Uh, branded Microsoft source, so it'll appear to come from a Microsoft logo with a verified tick, so that's great. Uh, WhatsApp, apparently it's end-to-end -end encryption, so all good, apparently. Use that code, enter it into the screen, and so this is going to be a few few rungs higher than using SMS. <laughs> um, it's going to be released in India, Indonesia, in New Zealand to start off with. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We're getting something before the rest of the world. We're a test market. Oh, by the way, we're also going to try it over there with uh, 1.2 billion people in India. Right. Um, so small but, you know, test if it, market. If, it, if yes. it works in New Zealand, it might work in India. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, good. 
So it's 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 going to be what if you're an intra ID enterprise customer currently leveraging the text message authentication, then and if you're one of those three countries, then it will be available for you to start turning it on in September 2023. Uh, interesting. Um, Indeed. Are we going to see other methods? Don't know. I think Who I'd knows. still use Authenticator if I've you know got data. Then that's what I'm going to use. Maybe but, we'll get them uh, yeah, through, uh, you yeah. know, Facebook or Meta me, me, uh, Messenger, you know, eventually or Insta. Maybe, or we want an Insta tweets. direct message. Yeah, maybe we'll get tweets. No, uh, no, X's, X's, because it's it's the the never mind. Yeah, yeah, the everything app. Anyway, anyway uh, that 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 rounds out the the messages. And so, as a last reminder, we do want you to engage with this great competition. I've been able to get a ticket to the European SharePoint conference. So what Daniel said, he said, post, mention, reply, tell people about this episode, but make sure you do mention at 365 MCS so that we can enumerate your entries and get back to you with, uh, with uh, the possibility of winning. Yes, indeed. Thank you, everyone, for being here today whatever day it is you're, that you're watching or listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. And uh, make sure you, you share with your friends uh, and your coworkers. And, uh, we, you know, we'd also like to hear, and we've said this before, but we'd also like to hear what your thoughts are here uh, on these messages that we covered or maybe some messages that we didn't cover. We made choices here of which ones we covered. Tell us, did we skip something that you thought was important and you'd like to hear a little bit more about? Uh, let us know. I Just tag us uh, on the socials. Let us know your feelings. We'd love to engage with you that way. Uh, thank you, everyone, for being here and watching and listening. We really appreciate it. See you next week.